Welcome to day 345 of Shaped by the Word. I'm Paul Kemp here with David Keefe, Katie Kresge, and Matt Kresge. We're continuing uh, through the letters of John. The way we've arranged our readings in Shaped by the Word, we uh, begin with the gospel and we read the letters, you know, to pick up the theme of the gospel. And of course, it's very easy to do with John because uh, not only has he written a gospel, but he has written, you know, three letters as well. And of course, he has written the book of Revelation. Uh, and it, it's a wonderful way to end the year and to end our reading in this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, John is deeply sensitive, you know, to the person of Christ and to the struggle of the churches around him. He writes in a, in a very profound way, picking up many of the symbols, you know, that, that uh, you know, Jesus associated uh, with himself from the gospel when he builds on those uh, on those symbols, some have called uh, you know Second John and Third John uh, not simply letters but postcards. Mm-hmm. They're 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 kind of short, uh, but even though they're short, they're very rich, and you can see the passion that John has uh, for the church and uh, for those who are struggling uh, to walk in the truth. So before we uh, read Second John, David, why don't you lift this up with a word of prayer? Yeah, let's pray. Father, we come um, to your word um, as a needy people uh, who desperately need you. And so, Father, may you meet us now as we turn to your scriptures, um, whether we need encouragement, um, conviction. Um, Father, renew our hearts, remind us of the deep truths of your word, and uh, may we see Christ, and as we behold him, may our hearts be uh, renewed and restored. And we pray this all in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. One of the shortest uh, introductions of an author to his audience uh, in Scripture. Second John, the elder. To the lady chosen by God and to her children, my love and truth, and not only I, but also all who know the truth, because of the truth which lives in us and will be with us forever. Grace, mercy, and peace from God the Father and from Jesus Christ, the Father's Son, will be with us in truth and love. It has given me great joy to find some of your children walking in the truth, just as the Father commanded us. And now, dear lady, I'm not writing you a new command, but one we have had from the beginning. I ask that we love one another, and this is love, that we walk in the obedience to his commands. As you've heard from the beginning, his command is that you walk in love. I say this because many deceivers who do not acknowledge Jesus Christ as coming in the flesh have gone out in the world. Any such person is a deceiver and the Antichrist. Watch out that you do not lose what we have worked for, but that you may be rewarded fully. Anyone who runs ahead and does not continue in the teachings of Christ does not have God. Whoever continues in the teaching has both the Father and the Son. If anyone comes to you and does not bring this teaching, do not take them into your house or welcome them. Anyone who welcomes them shares in their wicked work. I have much to write to you, but I am wanting to use paper and ink. Instead, I hope to visit you and talk with you face to face so that our joy may be complete. The children of your sister who is chosen by God send their greetings. wonderful um, I don't want to have much more to say to you but I'm looking forward to face to face and of course that is the beauty of the you know community that you know, we have in Christ and uh, something we've taken for granted you until this last year mm-hmm. we did a lot of face to face but we were all over town yeah. and all different kinds Digital of things face. and it does remind us of uh, just a beautiful fellowship we have in him it's interesting you know many have you know many have uh, you know thought that this may not be john because of the the introduction uh the elder uh you know someone else you know in a johannian you know tradition uh but it, it's interesting to me you know applying this you know to john uh, as the disciples he would have been one of the younger 
uh, of the disciples. So he would have always been kind of a, a you know, junior partner. And, and of course, that's probably part of what you're feeling, you know, when a, whenever he refers to himself as a disciple that Jesus loved, mm-hmm. that uh, Jesus took special care of him mm-hmm. because he was, you know, a younger man, uh, you know, uh, when he was with Jesus. Now he's outlasted everybody. Mm-hmm. So he is no longer the younger. He is, he is the elder and he is the wise sage. Mm-hmm. And, and of course, uh, he's writing these in a very in a very late in, in his you know, in his life. If we we have our dates right, and uh, we'll soon you know, be passing off the scene uh, as well. So what a rich heritage! I just I just like that. It's delighted me to find some of your children mm-hmm. walking in the truth as a as a pastor. I, I just go yeah, yeah. I mean that's it. Uh, it's not you know how many people show up for worship and how you know uh, effusive our worship is and, and all of that is really you know nice. It's not how many people are in community groups. It's just when people are getting it and walking in the truth and want to live out the truth you know that we have. And of course, truth is a major theme in this book. You know that we walk in the truth and know the truth and we know mm-hmm. the source of truth. You know as being Jesus Christ. We know from you know John's gospel, and we just got done with his first letter. How often he stresses you know love loving God as keeping His commands, mm-hmm. and even again here it is in Second John, he's talking about you know this is love, keeping His commands, walking in obedience. You know, and, and so you just have to, I mean, these small little snapshots of, of the heart of John, his teaching, you know, and and you can just kind of picture John thinking about all those brothers and sisters who have remained faithful who you know thinking back to first john said you know remain in him remain in christ and and he's watching that unfold and play out and you just have this you know older man now sitting there reflecting on the heart of god and and the people of god and and the joy just welling up in him as he's finishing his race you know Mm -hmm. continuing in him remaining in him walking in obedience and he's seeing this you know all these other generations doing the same and encouraging them, man, continue, remain. Yeah. And aren't those all things that we just read in the Gospel of John, like, last week? <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, John 14, I think he talks about those things, um, about when Jesus says, to, if you love me, you will obey my commands, like, twice. And then in John 15, Jesus says, abide in me and abide in my love. Um and so you have all of these things that Jesus taught them, and then that you can tell that they just permeated in in what he and how he led and how he taught um, and how he discipled because those are the things that he repeats over and over again. I just love seeing that and making those connections. Like this, truly, like Jesus taught John, the person of John, and he those teachings made a huge impact in his leadership as well. Yeah, so we could even say John is walking in the truth as well. <laughs> uh, you know, you you have to like the playfulness, uh, you know, or the interplay between you know John and Jesus over is this a new command or is it not a new command? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it, you know, in many ways, there's there's nothing new about the command to love one another. It's you know as as old as uh, you know love your neighbor as yourself, and of course, the bigger expressions you know, in tour of how we love neighbor and how we care for neighbor and there need be no poor among you because you so I will so richly bless you and you'll so tenderly, you know, reach out, you know, to the disenfranchised and to the alien and the foreigner and the widow and, and the orphan, you know, around you. And, and so the command in and of, of itself, you know, is is old. The generosity in the Torah is incredible, but the generosity of Jesus in giving his life 
for another makes us you know a, a new dimension to this love it's not just simply the gleaning of your field uh, that you leave for the poor it's your life that you lay down uh, for those you know for those around you mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Uh, and of course Jesus greater love hath no man than this and I don't know why I went King James <laughs> it's probably because Katie went King James just a little while ago <laughs> uh, but anyway you know greater love has no one than this and they lay down uh, their life for a friend and you are my friends was the very next word you know from Jesus and of course mm-hmm. the call for us is to love in the, in the very same way mm-hmm. costly love deep mm-hmm. love because as we read in first John he first loved us mm-hmm. you have to love the greeting of John too and uh-huh. we make a lot of unique Paul's y- yes. greetings this is unique this is you know very very unique to the lady chosen by God and to our children whom I love in truth and not only and not um, I only, but all those who know the truth, because of the truth which lives in us and will be with us forever. Grace, mercy, and peace from God the Father and Jesus Christ the Father's Son will be with us in truth and love. I mean, the, the you know, coupling together of grace, mercy, and peace from God, and, and all those, you, know, you can think of all those Old Testament images surrounded that, but also just in, in how those things get kind of redefined in the person and work of Christ, you know, and, and the heart of the Father towards us, that we are the people who have received lavish grace people who've received lavish mercy and mm. and peace you know from god those are i mean that to me that greeting it's a unique greeting and and we could probably mm-hmm. we could spend time I and mean, we could do a sermon series you know <laughs> verse three over the next three weeks just kind of thinking about what all this means but I mean, what a great greeting from john you have to love you know his reference you know to the church as the lady chosen by god mm-hmm. and, and of course paul will pick up on that theme in ephesians you know chapter uh, you know, uh, six, where he talks about uh, the church as a bride of Christ, which he gave himself for in order to make her you know, holy, pure, and undefiled, uh, radiant church. Uh, you know, in every you know, every form of fashion. And then he, you know, he concludes you know the letter by saying, "The children of your sister, uh, who is chosen by God, mm-hmm. send you their greetings." So a high you know high view of the church, but uh, uh, the thing that you know most makes us the church is uh, nothing we are in of ourselves, but the fact. That somehow before the foundation of the world that he chose us and and not just chose us but he loved us and he called us his own and he brought us into fellowship with him so what a pretty what a gorgeous picture of the church i love how john speaks so positively of the church and with so much affection and, and warmth he's probably off you know had to have seen the difficulties in church life and and, and probably seen people fall away and had persecution and so much difficulty but i just love and we've talked about earlier just in verse four you know it's given me great joy to see some of your children walking in the truth that mm-hmm. even there is so much you can even if you're on staff at the church or attend the church you can look at and be discouraged by yeah. i love how he's just like man i could dwell on that and maybe he does but I mean, he's so encouraged by seeing people walking in the truth and that's where you know he's starting his letter and and, and kind of beginning just his thinking of the church which is a great reminder for myself. Yeah, well, this is a church, you know, that has false teaching, mm-hmm. or, or a group of churches that are experiencing false teaching. They're experiencing, you know, people who were part of the fellowship and have left the fellowship. And of course, he says they have gone out from us because they were never part of us. If they had been part of us, they, you know, mm-hmm. would have, you know, would have stayed with us. So there's, you know, all of the underlying, you know, messiness, you know, that uh, you would experience, you know, in any church experience. And we shouldn't, you know 
have this you know view of you know the ancient church or the first century church is 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 being perfect is probably a little uh, more ragged uh you know than some of our experience these guys are redoing you know uh, rethinking who god is what the old testament is what the scripture are and uh there are a lot of people you know that are contending you know with different views and different you know motives but he has chosen in these letters to highlight you know the the delightful part of it mm-hmm. sure there are false teachers sure there is persecution sure there are challenges but mm-hmm. i'd like to know that some of your children mm-hmm. not all of them even some of your children you know are walking you know are walking in the truth mm-hmm. and and that is you know that, that that's you know that's a word for us that serve on church staff it's yeah. always going to be messy and there's always going to be enough stuff around us to be discouraged about but to to look toward those encouraging things and uh, I know that the kingdom of God is always something that starts small and buds into something, you know, great. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a great reminder to us to not give up on the church. You know, the, and when we see those things circulating and and people walking away from the Lord, and I mean, even John, John's going to be an elder at the Church of Ephesus, and in just a few days, we're going to see you know a harsh critique come. Towards the Church of Ephesus mm-hmm. in Revelation, saying you lo- you know left your first love. No, yeah, for you. and yeah, and, and and just a reminder that you know it's, we we will see these things all around us, and yet the call in our life is is to not walk alone. You know, you can see that all throughout this letter, the lady chosen by God, the the church, some of your children. You know, you're not some of your individual believers. You know, the children of God brought together into the family of God. You know, that, that we need one another to persevere to the end and and you know walking with one another we walk in obedience we walk in love yeah and you see john doing that with this community he knows them and that's how he's able to write to them and address some of these false teachings is because he's given thought to a community of believers he loves he knows and he hasn't given up on no and uh, you know I, obviously the main reason we don't give up on the church is because jesus loves the church mm-hmm. and gave himself for her mm-hmm. and uh, we ought to have the same desire for her that he does that she be perfected that she be holy that she be radiant and uh, obviously we can't control everything that happens in the church but we can be yeah. uh, the kind of people envisioned mm. uh, by the church mm. uh, in christ jesus katie why don't you close us with a word of prayer okay. Father, thank you for the encouragement that we can receive um, from your word and that your spirit just encourages our hearts um, as we read together. Thank you. Um, Thank you that you are making our joy complete as we are encouraged by um, just seeing seeing fellow believers um, walking in truth and um, staying faithful to the teaching of Jesus. Um, would we not run ahead um, and not continue in the teaching of Christ? Um, would you guard us from that, Lord? Guard our church from that um, and guard just the, ch- the global church from um, running ahead away from the teachings of, of Jesus? Would you help us to always um, be faithful followers and obedient followers um, of, of our Lord? And thank you for the work of your spirit in our hearts. Um, It's in Christ's name we pray all these things. Amen. Amen.